Are you stressed out, feeling down, having trouble sleeping? New Roots Herbal offers natural supplements to help take the edge off, relax, enhance your mood, and sleep better. Discover De-Stress, Merry Mind Omega, and Sleep 8. Natural ingredients and guaranteed purity for a better day and a restful night. Find these and other New Roots Herbal products exclusively at quality health food stores. And for more information, visit NewRootsHerbal.com. To ensure these products are right for you, always read and follow the label. Andrea Donsky is a registered holistic nutritionist with 20 years experience in natural health and wellness. She's the co-founder and editor-in-chief of NaturallySavvy.com and a frequent contributor to The Tonic. Welcome back to the show, Andrea. How are you doing? I'm good, Jamie. Thanks for having me. Always love being here. The holidays are coming up. It's that time of year. We're going to talk about how we can reduce some of the stress from the holidays and sort of find balance. And, you know, other than avoiding certain family members, what do you, what do you think we can do? <laughs> okay. So first of all, yeah, there's, can you, it's like amazing to me that it's now holiday time. So there are several things that we can do to help with stress and reduce our anxiety, including prioritizing what we need to do and then planning ahead of time what we need to get done. So one thing that I've been doing a lot lately is kind of looking at things in like compartments and doing little bits at a time so that I'm not doing everything at once as to not overwhelm myself. So even if it's like 10 minutes a day organizing myself or starting to prepare for some of the smaller things that you're able to do in advance, it can really help to reduce your stress levels and asking for help and delegating more. And I know this can be hard for some of us, myself included, because we like to do a lot of it ourselves. But asking for help can make our lives much easier and less stressful. And people are generally willing to help when you ask them in a nice way, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, can you please help me? You know, and if you find it hard to do everything you're asked to do, just set boundaries and learning to say no. It's, it's so interesting. I was recently listening to an interview with Jane Fonda, and she was saying how no is a complete sentence. And as women, we tend to take on a lot and then we suffer the consequences. So I'm personally trying to do more of this myself, and I find it's really helping. That makes a lot of sense. What about, yeah. what about our daily routines? Is there any sort of edification we can do there? Yeah, I mean, truthfully, it's just sometimes the simplest things can make the biggest difference. So finding, like I said, the five or ten minutes a day to do some breath work, meditation, going for a quick, a quick walk around the block, maybe going for a walk in nature, all of that will do wonders for helping to reduce our stress levels. And it's about finding those small pockets of calm amidst the chaos, especially as the holidays approach. Yeah, I mean, I have my own ways of, you know, finding little breaks in the day. But do you have any sort of relaxation tricks or mindfulness Jedi techniques that you might <laughs> suggest that we can incorporate into our days? Well, I don't even know if you just realized it when you kind of when you said it, you're like, I find some like some techniques. So breathing, yeah. <laughs> exactly what you just did. I don't know if it was conscious or kind of subconsciously that you did it. But one of my favorite things is to breathe. So and I'd love you to do it with me. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a double inhale, mm -hmm. followed by a third inhale, mm -hmm. and then exhale to the count of six. So breathe in. So breathe in one, two, breathe in two breaths. Yep. Take a third one in, if you take an extra breath, and then breathe out for six, counting backwards in your head. And what this does while you're doing that is this type of breathing helps to calm our nervous system, our autonomic nervous system, and it stimulates the parasympathetic part of our nervous system. So that's the part of our nervous system that helps us to relax, to just take it down a notch. And you can do it anytime, anywhere, 
including when you're running your errands or you're stressed and you're preparing your, your house for your guests, you're cleaning, <clears throat> excuse me, or even if you're cooking, right? So it's kind of like that portable stress reliever and it works. See, for me, the cooking is the stress release. Well, what I just did is something that I do in traffic because I have road rage, right? So so, the, <laughs> oh so the, the breathing in and the breathing out is what I'm required to do before I have a coronary on the roads. But that's a separate, again, that's another I mean, show. That's yet another show. Like it, it really works. The research it shows that it works. It does. What about getting active? How, can, mm. how, how might that help us cope better? So I love this. And exercise allows us to take a break from our stressful thoughts. And research shows that it helps to reduce our stress levels and make us more resilient to stress so that we can cope better with stress. So one of the things that I'm doing now as I'm getting older, like you were saying, we're getting old. So one of the things now I'm in my 50s, lifting weights is a non-negotiable. Correct. So muscle strength, right? It helps with muscle strength because we are more prone to losing muscles as we get into this phase of life, sarcopenia, which is called sarcopenia, yep. but setting aside a time. So let's say you can't do that. Setting aside a time is key. So if you don't have space in your home or you can't go to the gym, you can walk around a shopping mall to get your steps in. And keep in mind, we, you know, although we're doing a lot of running around at this time of the year, like our errands, our shopping for gifts, our cleaning our house, but if you're stressed while you're doing any of these, then it counteracts the benefits. So just be mindful of that. Do your deep breathing while you're doing it. Try to keep that parasympathetic part of your nervous system stimulated more often than the sympathetic, and that's where you'll get those benefits. You know, I have been incorporating more weights into my workouts and cutting back on cardio, cardio. You know, which was recommended to me as, as I hit my 50s. But what I'm finding is I have to focus on the weights so much that I'm actually removing myself from all the things in my mind that are causing me stress because yeah. I can't worry about the stress and focus on the weight li- right. weights at the same time. So right. I'm, fi- I'm finding that it has a collateral benefit, clears my mind. And sometimes the problems that I'm wrestling with, the muses kind of pop up while I'm working out and the answers pop into my head. I don't yeah. know if that works for you, but that, that's Oh, what my I- gosh, yes. And especially like, you know, and I love what you're saying, doing more, more of the strength training, but also you can do yoga, right? Yeah. I find like if I'm doing any of those those exercises that really stimulate our brain, I find that's where it also helps. Like really clarity comes in and ideas are generated. So yeah, I I totally agree. Right. And so if people do want to do yoga, they should come to OMTO on December 17th. Again, another topic. What about the, what about the interrelationship between stress and sleep? So this is my favorite thing to talk about because I call myself a a sleep hacker, a menopause sleep hacker with our new company, which is Morpheus. And Stress and sleep are closely related. So when we don't sleep well, we're more tired and we're more susceptible to stress and less able to cope with it. So it becomes this vicious circle. So it's really important that we implement sleep hygiene tips as well as a consistent sleep routine. So, for example, you know, you can do gentle stretching or yoga before bed. Don't do anything that's too stimulating or invigorating because it might invigorating because it might keep you awake and might have a harder time falling asleep. Reading a book, not on technology if you can. If you're doing it on a tablet or a phone, make sure there's no blue light. Make sure you have a filter or a night or blue blocking glasses on because blue light stimulates you to wake up. Something to keep in mind or, or read the real thing, actual paper book or actual book. Make sure your room is dark and cold. So you want that, you know, 65 to 68 degrees. You can wear a sleep mask if your room isn't dark. You don't want to eat a big meal within three or four hours of going to bed because then what's happening is your body is digesting as opposed to repairing and it will interrupt your sleep. 
You want to take, you can take a warm bath with Epsom salt. You can add a little bit of essential oils to it. And one of the keys I have found actually, two more things, is one is going to bed before 11. I find that that really helps with getting more deep sleep and I track everything for sleep. So that I found to be the most consistent in terms of helping me get more deep sleep. And then supplements. So I'm a big believer as we get older is to take supplements that help us sleep. So I'm a fan of melatonin. Mm -hmm. And I was actually listening to a doctor recently who came up with a term called melatonopause. And he was saying that because as we age, we no longer make, our body no longer makes our own melatonin. So we need to get it from an outside source. So you could take it as a liquid, a tablet, or capsules, and they come in different dosages, like three, five, or 10 milligrams. And you want to take the one that works best for your body. I always say start low, bring it up, and increase it if you need to. And then you can also find sleep supplements that have formulas with a mix of different sleep-promoting ingredients in them. But the key is really making sleep a priority. Okay, what about adaptogens? We've been, you know, it's sort of a buzzword out there. How can they help? I like adaptogens. Adaptogens are like a band-aid. So what they are is they're herbs. They're, they, they're herbs that help our bodies cope better with stress. So they sort of act like a shield against the chaos, supporting our system when things get too overwhelming, like, like we're talking about, like during the holiday rush. So whether you're dealing with high stress levels or feeling fatigued, adaptogens are thought to help bring your body back into a state of balance. And they help to enhance our body's overall resilience to stress over time. So this could mean better energy levels, improved cognitive function, and a stronger immune system. But adaptogens aren't for everybody because if you have some pre-existing conditions, there might be some contraindications, right? Yeah, like with anything, right? Like, so you always want to read the labels. It's really important that you read the label of the supplement you're buying. If there are any cautions or warnings that apply to you, don't take them. And you'll see them on the bottles, you know, on the shelves in in your health food store, wherever you buy your supplements, they will have cautions and warnings on the bottle. And if if they're they're indicated on whatever it is you're buying. And if you're concerned, obviously speak to your doctor or your healthcare provider before taking anything, especially if you're on medication or you have any type of chronic illness. Okay. You're in favor of adaptogens. Are you taking any currently or ones that you might recommend? So my favorite, so what I do, I actually love my favorite adaptogen is holy basil. It's also known as healthy. So it's known for calming the effects of the nervous system and holy basil helps to reduce stress and anxiety and it's rich in antioxidants. So I, that's personally, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. So you could take it as a supplement and you want to look for one that has a minimum of 10% ursolic acid or you can drink it as a tea. It won't be as strong as a supplement would be, but um, you can drink it as a tea as well. Another adaptogen is called the ashwagandha. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of it. Of Very course. familiar with for a lot of people. Yep. And what it can do is help to calm the nerves and increase resistance to stress and anxiety, and especially for people who have a history of chronic stress. So you want to look for a brand that has at least 5%. It's called withanolides, which is the active ingredient. The only issue I have with, uh, you know, with ashwagandha, well, a couple of things. Is one is a word of caution is that it's a nightshade. So if you have any sensitivities to nightshades or you have a thyroid issue, then you want to speak to your doctor before taking it. So just always listening to your body, right? That's mm-hmm. the key for when I, and whenever I talk about supplements in general, always listening to your body. And then I also like mushrooms. So functional mushrooms like reishi and chaga, they're amazing. So they're adaptogens, but they're also amazing for our immune system. And you can get them as supplements or you can get them as a tea. So you can make a reishi tea. And I'm a big fan of tea, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you can make reishi or chaga tea. You can buy the mushrooms dried. You get them from your local health food store. And then you could steep them. Just follow the directions on the package. And you can actually steep them to make a tea. 
Excellent. All right. Mm-hmm. So th- there are there there are a cohort of people who who simply can't have adaptogens because of pre-existing conditions. And and you know you you've given some good advice on you know considering whether you can take it. If you know you cannot have adaptogens, are there mm-hmm. other options? Absolutely. Like omega threes are amazing. I'm a big fan of omega threes. First of all, they help with dryness, dry eyes, dry, itchy ears, dry scalp. I mean, they're amazing for hydrating your skin from the inside out. But also, they help to improve our mood and reduce inflammation. So omega-3 fish oils have something called EPA and DHA, which are essential fatty acids. But if you're looking for help for dealing with stress in particular, you can look for a product that has a higher amount of EPA because EPA has been shown to help to help with mood. But if you can't find that, then at least find a fish oil that has an equal ratio of EPA to DHA. Okay. And then I also like probiotics. There's another one which has been shown to help with mental health as well as digestion and immunity. And I know you're a fan of probiotics too, Jamie. Yep. For me, and it's also now like everything is that about that whole gut-brain connection, and it's so hot now as a topic for research. And funny enough, I just did a TV segment on CityLine last week about uh, the gut-brain connection and how it can help. So really looking at you know, probiotics, and then lavender, which is another option. You can burn lavender candles, diffuse some lavender oils. You can put some in your bath or on your pillow or take it as a supplement. Okay, so we, we've thrown out a lot of different ideas, lifestyle choices and, and supplements, which might help. When we're combining some of these or most of these or a few of these, how do we make sure that they work together to give us the stress-beating power-up that we're looking for? The key is just finding your sweet spot, right? So supplements are great, but they're meant to complement your lifestyle changes, right? So that, to me, it's, it's, it works. It's called a supplement for a reason. So you want to pair the supplement with your morning walk or a cup of tea or reading that book or going for a walk in nature. All of that amplifies their effects. Right. You know, like if you're living a hectic lifestyle and you're not exercising and you're not sleeping and you're not eating right, you could probably take all the supplements in the world and they're not going to give you what you're looking for, right? Like, it, they're just not. They're not. Exactly, you know? And, that, it, it's, and that's it. It's all about, you know, doing it as a team. It, I call it synergistic effects, right? Right. So, you know, we're focusing on the holidays because, you know, they are, they are so rapidly approaching. But looking past the holidays, how do you see these practices and supplements contributing to overall health and well-being in the long run? Well, it's just consistency. It's about consistency, and these habits, they build resilience for us, and they keep us more balanced. So, And the key is just keeping us more equipped for better stress all year round. I agree. And, and you know, like, once I find that once you start down the path, right, like I started this journey a while ago, you know, right before I started the magazine, it becomes easier once you do it, right? It becomes, like, literally a lifestyle choice as opposed to the chore that you have to do in order to be healthy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think the key is really the, you know, exactly, the consistency. A little bit goes a long way. You know, don't don't go overboard and being consistent. Like, the consistency, I can't stress enough. Being consistent is where you're going to see the results. And the thing with supplements in particular, it's not a medication, right? So, you know, when you take something for the first time, you're like, oh, I didn't feel the effects. Well, you have to take it consistently and sometimes for two or three months to see those effects. So I feel like, you know, keeping in mind and having setting those expectations up front make a really big difference. So just kind of looking at it as an overall part of your lifestyle, looking at nutrition, looking at managing your stress levels like we talked about today, looking at taking those supplements, all of that work together to help you live that, you know, that, that lifestyle that you're looking to get to help you balance 
your health, to help you give you that, that overall thriving feeling, right, that you're able to just achieve by when you look at every, it's not looking at it as, as a, in, in a vacuum, right? It's looking at it together as a lifestyle, a way of balance. Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me. I always love chatting with you, Jamie. That was Andrea Donsky. We have to take a short break, but when we return, we'll discuss microdosing for performance on The Tonic.